Welcome to our mindfulness podcast. Each week or so, we will have a different podcast, different speakers, different chants, different Dharma talks. But mindfulness practice in Buddhism helps us focus and helps us be aware. And this program will consist of many different ways of meditating. We usually begin with bowing or gasho, then we prepare to sit, and we will sit for approximately 10 minutes. And then we will either stand and walk for another five minutes to kind of get blood into our legs again and and, uh, relax our muscles. And then we'll sit for another 10 approximately. And then we will chant, which is another form of meditation. Uh, We focus on the characters and we pronounce the sounds as a group. And it's a kind of a ritual of oneness. And then after that, we'll have a short Dharma talk of about five to 10 minutes. And then we'll close with Gasho. And this also includes offering incense. We offer incense, but you could also light the incense before the service starts. And this is kind of the program uh, of how our meditation services proceed. And so we will be getting underway today uh, with our program. Thank you very much. We will begin with sitting meditation. Find yourself a comfortable place to sit, either in a chair or on the floor. On the floor, you may prefer to sit on a cushion with your legs crossed or folded beneath you. On a chair, sit without leaning back with your feet planted evenly and comfortably on the floor. Sit comfortably erect with shoulders back and your spine straight. Rock back and forth and then side to side to find your center. Your head should also be straight with your eyelids lowered but not closed. Focus on a point a few feet in front of you. Your face should be relaxed as you breathe quietly. Hands can be placed in several positions. In the classic mode, rest your left hand in your right hand, with thumbs touching and comfortably laid against your abdomen. Or you can touch thumbs and forefingers together and rest them on your thighs with palms up. Another option may be to fold your hands on top of each other on your lap. The key is to find a position that is comfortable and that can be maintained in stillness during the meditation session. While sitting, try focusing on your breath, counting them to 10. Breathe in, one. Breathe out, two. Breathe in, three, and so forth. You may find distractions such as the sounds around you or your own thoughts. If that happens, observe them, acknowledge them, and then let them go. Begin counting your breaths again from one. We will begin and end each session at the sound of a bell. At the end of this first session, you will be asked to place your hands together in gasho and bow. Gasho means putting your hands together and bowing in an expression of gratitude. You may choose to intone the words Namo Amidabutsu as you gasho. We will begin our first seated meditation session at the sound of the bell.
Please put your hands together in gasho and bow. Namo Amidabutsu, Namo Amidabutsu, Namo Amidabutsu, Namo Amidabutsu, Namo Amidabutsu. Take a moment to stretch your legs, and we will have standing meditation. The feet should be about shoulder width apart, with the knees bent slightly. Upper body position is the same. Back straight and centered, shoulders relaxed. Eyes half open. Standing in this way is a reminder that we can extend this way of being to our life when we're not engaged in meditation per se. We might be having to wait for someone to arrive or wishing some person would help us. They don't seem to be interested in our problem. Instead of becoming upset and agitated, we can have a moment of standing meditation.
Please put your hands together in Gasho. Bow. Namo Amidabutsu. Namo Amidabutsu. Namo Amidabutsu. Namandabutsu. 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 We will begin our second seated meditation. Please be seated. You can resume your former position. Again, back straight, eyes lowered, hands resting comfortably in your lap, legs crossed or sitting in a chair. We will begin at the sound of the bell.
Please put your hands together in gasho and bow. Namo Amida Buts, Namo Amida Buts, Namo Amida Buts, Namo Amida Buts, Namo Amida Buts. We will now have sutra chanting. A sutra is a sacred scripture from Buddhism. These originated long ago in India and in China. The text that we chant is actually Chinese, a translation from Sanskrit originals. Is it necessary to understand the meaning of what we're chanting? Of course, not at the outset. We don't know anything about it when we first begin. But I believe that we should aim to understand what the sutra is teaching us. We should have a basic awareness of its content. These are the teachings of our Shin Buddhist tradition, after all. For that reason, we provide in the Shin Buddhist service book some pages of explanation and some English translations. What we experience by chanting, I would say, has three aspects. The first aspect is meditative, like sitting or standing or breathing. Chanting forces us to focus our attention on the present moment, and it helps to calm our minds. Second, there is a ritual aspect. We are reenacting something that's taken place countless times over the centuries. We are connecting with the many followers of our Buddhist tradition who have chanted these same words, and we are gaining a sense of oneness with the other people who are chanting at this time, perhaps listening to this podcast. Third, there is a learning aspect. This is to gain a little bit of knowledge of what the meaning of the characters that we chant are, and we do that separately, I would say, from actual chanting. We will now chant the Junirai. The chanting text is on page 49 in our Shin Buddhist service book. Junirai means 12 verses of reverence. Keshu tenin shoku gyo Amida sen ryozoku son Zai Oh, 
Please put your hands together in Gasho. Bow. Namo Amidabutsu. Namo Amidabutsu. Namo Amidabutsu. Namandabutsu. 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 Pride Month, Part 1 The Raid. Whenever we chant, we conclude with a very special verse. It is called the Ekoku, or Directing Virtue to All Beings. It was written by Shandao who was one of Shinran's seven Pure Land Masters. Gani shiku doku byodo se isai do hon bo daishin ojo anra koku. This means, 
I vow that the virtue of this truth be given equally to all. May they awaken the Bodhi mind and realize both peace and joy. I enjoy the meaning of this passage, and I think of it often as a restatement of the Bodhisattva ideal. In Mahayana Buddhism, a Bodhisattva is literally a sentient being, a sattva, of enlightenment, Bodhi. It is one who vows to attain enlightenment for the liberation of all beings. It is aspirational, something we should always keep in mind and continually strive for. But this is not how Honen nor his student Shinran thought of this. Instead, they both took this passage literally, as a truth that must be actualized. In other words, for Buddhism to exist, that it must be a path for all beings, equally, with no exceptions. Surprisingly, this is not idealism, but instead pragmatism. Buddhism only exists if it can make good on this promise of guiding all beings equally to awakening. Honen and Shinran provided such a path. It is the Pure Land path of Namo Amidabutsu that is both effective and practical for all beings without exception or preconditions. The month of June is recognized as Pride Month. Over 50 years ago, on June 28, 1969, the police raided the Stonewall Inn, a gay club located in Greenwich Village in New York City. This raid sparked six days of protests and riots as the police hauled employees and patrons to jail. The Stonewall riots served as a catalyst for the gay rights movement in the United States and around the world. It is during Pride Month that this distinction between Buddhist idealism and pragmatism comes into stark contrast for me. Doctrinally, Buddhism is open and embracing. It has a very positive message for the LGBTQ community. But as Buddhists, are we signaling this message properly? Do we make all beings feel welcome in our hondo equally? Perhaps we could be more careful in our language in order to help everyone feel welcome. Often these changes are quite small, but can be very meaningful. For example, merely assuming traditional gender roles and sexuality can be triggering for those in the LGBTQ community. It is one example of a small change that can have a huge effect on those at our temples. For example, don't assume that all boys date girls or that all girls have boyfriends. Instead, ask if they have a partner or if they're dating anyone. One aspect of Buddhism that really resonates, I think, is the idea of finding one's true self, living a life of authenticity. Each one of us must do this, but it is very difficult for those in the LGBT community to do so when they are not accepted just as they are. This is why coming out can be so traumatic. Recently, I received the following from an OCBC Sangha member. It goes something like this. It was junior year of high school when I first felt comfortable enough to disclose to some close friends and my family that I identified as gay. It wasn't until the summer after graduating high school that it became more widespread knowledge. As I was heading into college, I wanted to start that next chapter of my life being me as much as I could be. At that point, I had realized that there were so many accomplishments that I took pride in up to that point in my life that I could control like my grades, sports, strong friendships, etc. So I made the decision that I didn't want to allow this one aspect of me that I couldn't control to take away from that pride. And since then, my experience continues 
is I've discovered this part of me is one of the many that have, in fact, allowed me to accomplish what I have. In truth, I, like many others, still come out on a daily basis. So next time, we'll look at Pride Month, Part 2, The March. Thank you very much. Namo Amidabutsu, Reverend John Turner. This concludes our podcast. We hope you enjoyed listening and gained something from this segment. Please join us again. And thank you. Today's program was presented and produced by the Buddhist Education Center of Orange County Buddhist Church. This program is copyright 2021 by the Orange County Buddhist Church, Anaheim, California, USA. All rights reserved.